Tasty. Welcome to Charles Inabe's podcast. Every week, you will encounter the supernatural grace of God through his servant, Apostle Charles Inaba, and mind-blowing testimonies to boost your faith in God. God bless you for staying with us. Let's delve into today's message. Which affected the left side of my eye and also my neck to the extent that I could not twist my neck. I'm taking it again. For the past two days, I have been feeling severe migraine which affected the left side of my head, my left eye, and also my neck to the extent that I could not twist my leg. But followed this thing very well. During the morning service, Papa was ministering and the Holy Spirit, and I fell under the power as he asked us to place our hand at wherever we are sick. And to the glory of God, as I stood up from the floor, all the pains has disappeared and I could twist my neck. All glory to Jesus. All glory to Jesus. We can't just be sitting. We can't just be sitting. This testimony is from our brother Nathaniel and it goes this way. I have been feeling severe pains at my back and my neck. But after Papa made us touch where we were feeling pains, and I said a prayer, by the grace of God, I could turn my neck all around. Let me read this last testimony. And it's going to shock you. This is from our brother, Apia E.J. Joseph. Glory to Jesus, hallelujah. I suffered knee pains at my right knee over years. Get the details right. I suffered knee pains at my right knee over years. There was this uneasiness and shock after walking or bending for a while. So which means that this person has been experiencing this pain whenever he walks. And no human being can do nothing without walking. So it was something he was always feeling it. To the glory of God, I held my knees when Apostle was ministering. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, after, after Apostle touched me and I woke up, I started not to feel the pains anymore. All glory to Jesus. So this brother was feeling severe pains in his knees. And whenever he decides to walk, he feels shocks in both legs. But when this person came to service, and by the help of the Holy Spirit, our Father laid his hands upon this guy. And this issue that he has been battling with for years came to a knot in just a day. Just a day. Let me take this powerful testimony. Testimony, testimony. Thank you, Jesus, for this testimony. Papa God, which will bless you so much for your teachings and this opportunity. My earpod got missing. And I set my bag twice, but I couldn't find it. So on my way to the hostel, I said to myself, how can I use this ear pod to listen to Papa's message on podcast and for it to get missing? What? Then I said, let the God of Charles Nyaba locate this ear pod for me. Glory to God. I checked that same bag again 
and I saw the ear pod there. Okay, this testimony is from our sister Paula, and it goes this way. Today marks my third day of joining this meeting. And the Lord has been really good to me. Today God will be good to you. Today God will be good to you. I've been looking for a job, opportunity, for some time now. And after our prayers yesterday, the lady called me to start the work today. So this sister was looking for a job opportunity. And she kept on applying for that same job. But this same lady wasn't calling the lady. But after she joined the prayers on the Zoom, the same lady who was feeling reluctant to give her that job, later called her for her to start the job that same day. Amen. Amen. So please let us move to our live testimony. So please, our brother, Mr. Edith, please can you join us here. And our sister, you please can also join us here. And our brother Upata. Please, can we give it up to them? Amen. Amen. So, Papa, I want to say God bless you so much. Papa has been de- making declarations on our lives. And I don't know how we take the declarations, but as I am standing here, I don't even know how to start and where to even. Okay, so Papa prayed for me about a land issue. Okay, and actually speaking, on my 20th birthday, my dad gave me a document to sign, but I didn't, I didn't read, I didn't know what it was, but then not knowing it was a land um, document, he had bought a land for me, but then there were some issues and I didn't even know about it, but Papa prayed for me. And by God's grace, this year, I have four plots of land registered in my name. And that's, that's not all. Relax. Relax, relax. That's not all. Relax. Amen. So this testimony, this testimony, God is good. Papa, Papa has been declaring that at a oh, young it, age, we are going to have property, okay? And here I am with four plots of land. And on my say, um, that was genuine. My dad was out of Ghana, so he texted me on my birthday that he sent me money. But he was like, um, he's not around, so when he comes back, he has a huge surprise for me. I was like, what is this surprise? And Papa, I don't know. At times when I was Papa, Papa would just say that, I see you driving. I see you driving. Wait! Relax! <laughs> and, and, oh, relax. Just um, last two weeks, I think last two weeks or last three weeks, Papa was preaching and he just took his water. Oh, are we, and he was are we, like, are we listening to the testimony? I didn't even say amen. Papa was like, you say amen. I said amen. 
So I went home. My dad came back last month, February, I think on the 27th. So he called me to come home. And I went, I don't know, my uncles were around, my aunties. I don't know what, I didn't know what it was about. But then on a Sunday morning, he called me out and he was like, for my 22nd birthday, he wants to give me something. The car was there, but then I, I asked him who he was when he was like, it's for a friend. So, and he just looked at me and gave me the car key and was like, this is your best. Wait, relax. And, and you Receive know, your own in the name of Jesus. And you know, it was not registered. The car was not registered. So just this Sunday, he called me. He was giving me pressure, come home, come home. So I went home on Sunday, and just this Monday, we went to DVLA and registered the car in my name. And I, I, I was just standing there, and I was like, oh. I remember one time I was walking with Papa. I went to see Papa, and when we were walking, I was like, ah, until Papa I saw a car now. I had not told him anything to about a car or something. So I was just standing there, looking at the car, then the document, then I was just looking, and I was like, I have to really come and share this testimony. And if Papa is making a declaration, you should. She's saying something. Please, let's be serious. Eh? I always say that. Angels come when God's glory is being shed. Now that's the car. Wow. Properties are being released in the name of Jesus. Listen, how they will happen, we don't know. But we believe they will happen. Four plus of land and a car within a year. Let there be a speedy response. Amen. I want because to encourage us all that if Papa is making a declaration, we should have faith and accept it. I didn't expect a card like as a birthday gift, but here I am. So I would encourage us all. God bless you, Papa. Wow. Amen. I'll say glory be to God and Papa. May God richly bless you. Uh, for the past week, I noticed a sudden change of my eye color. That was my eye was very yellow. So, my eye was very yellow. So, a friend of mine who is studying optometry, the first day she saw me, she was like, Upata, what's actually wrong with you? So, I asked her, what's wrong? Then she told me that what's happening to me, there might be a problem with this side of my stomach. So I should kindly go to the hospital and go and check. So the day I got to the hospital, I entered the consult room, and the doctor was like, what's actually wrong? So he told me to lie down. Then he was trying to check if something is actually wrong with me. So I don't know. So he requested that I should go and take an ultrasound scan and do some tests concerning my liver and other stuff. So I was going through a lot. I was traumatized because last year, a son of mine died through that same problem. So when it happened like that, I was really traumatized. So on the Monday, I came to see Papa, and he prayed for me and told me that I should go. Everything will be okay. So to the glory of God, on, on Wednesday, I went for the ultrasound lab report. 
I came to the doctor's place, and when he checked it, immediately he saw my eye. He was like, wow, how can this happen? It's really a miracle. Have you seen it? Because my eye... Kala just returned back to normal and to the glory of God. He said uh, the lab report was stating that a normal abdominal USB. It says that everything is uh, okay with my gallbladder, my liver, my kidney, everything is fine. Do you know that you will never know? How valuable a testimony is until you are in the same issue. Do you know? Do you know? I said, do you know? If you don't know how, what it means to have an issue with your bladder, your liver, whatever condition is, you will never and ever appreciate God. I remember the first day we prayed, the next day you went. It was the, that night you went, what, this week, right? And you went the next day. Yes, and everything was restored. Yes, Clap for Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. God bless amen. you. So this, can we read at the Holy Spirit once again? So this is the last testimony then. So please, I want you to take your seats and get the details right. Get the details right. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, I think last week, um, my sister's daughter was very sick. Um, she was about to climb to bed, and what happened was that she had some chest infection, so she went off. She just went off. So they called ambulance, and the ambulance came in, and they couldn't do anything at the spot, so they had to take her to the hospital. Once she, they took her to the hospital, she couldn't breathe. She couldn't do anything. She was totally off. I think she's dead. So what happened was, it was around 9, and at that time, I wanted to call Papa, but I said, no, we are about to pray at 12, so I'll wait. Because I know mostly Papa moves in an atmosphere. So I just waited, and once it was about 11.50 something, I, I tested Papa that this is the situation. And he said, okay, I'll, I'll pray about it. So once the prayer started and Papa came on, started to make declaration and the declaration was all about the kid and within that time they have they had put in a tooth in the child's nose to help her in her mouth to help her breathe because they were thinking that she, she, she wasn't able to make it in fact they had already prepared papers to transfer her to Leicester because they thought that they could they can make it so they, they she tested us Leicester is not at Ahonjo it's in the UK let me explain before we Leicester City. So they had prepared the papers already. Picture um, the baby. I wish they could zoom when the tube was in the mouth. And I think she was breathing through the mouth. Yes, yes. Because yes. she was unconscious. She was, oh, no. And that's, not that's not a black man. Or that's not a free. That's a white man. Amen. And uh, you can see the gadget and everything. But clap for Jesus for this testimony. All right. 
So they said that there was no pause, nothing whatsoever. So they wanted to transfer her because what she tested me was that it's beyond them. The doctor said it's beyond them, so they have to transfer her. So as Papa started the declaration, and some minutes after, they came back to tell my sister that same night, as Papa was still making the declaration. They came that the baby's pulse has been found and is back now. Give the Lord a shout! Whilst declarations was going on, immediately the doctor said we can find the pulse. Uh-huh. The pulse is back. And they, are, they, are, they, they don't know what is happening, but they want to remove the tube to see if she can breathe on her own. And they removed the tube. The child was breathing fine. And they said that they've canceled the transfer. There isn't going to be any transfer again. And within just some few hours, Papa said on the Zoom that within 17 hours, the baby will be up and running. And within that time frame, the baby was up, moving in the hospital like it wasn't her. Are you shouting to the glory of God? Are you shouting? Are you celebrating Jesus? He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Um, another testimony. This testimony is about my own company. We wanted a contract and we had been waiting on that contract. And what happened that someone was in hold of that contract and he was demanding 40,000 that we should give him that 40,000 before we can start How that much? 40,000? 40,000. 40,000. And what happened was that this guy did, did not want to just leave the account for us to continue our con- contract. So what, uh, as we were praying, and we're praying with Papa. I didn't talk to Papa about it, but I was using my faith to pray. And what happened? The guy tested me, and he said that he has let it go. So we should continue our contract. And I say this to the glory of God that he has given that contract. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I'll put you in front. In front of my melody. Oh, hey, I'll, I'll make, make room for two. Me, I don't dance at funeral so. If you know what God likes, and if you keep doing it, He will keep shocking you every day. To have favor with God means to know what God likes and keep doing it. That's all. Hello. To have favor with God means what? To know what God likes and keep doing it. If you know God loves holiness, keep being holy. If you know God loves giving, keep being, keep giving. Anything you know that God loves. In listen, if you want God to be on your side, okay, you must always be an a person of insight about the things of God and the will of God and the wish of God. Listen, there are people here. Eh, God blesses them. 
in the book of Genesis, the Bible says, and God came to Adam and Eve. God came to them. They didn't pray for God to come. As far as Kabbalah matter, listen, as far as they were planted at where God planted them, God kept coming to them. Now, there is a dimension in God. You don't pray for him to come. You don't worship. You may be sleeping and you will barge into your room. And he will say, I want to have fellowship. And that's the relationship I want. Father to child, spirit to spirit. It is God's earnest desire to have personal fellowship with you. So when Hannah would always come with a sacrifice to Shiloh, she would give it to Prophet Eli to give it to God. But there was a time Hannah stood up on the dining table and rushed to God, not through the man of God. She said, I have been sacrificing all these years. And the only thing I keep seeing is a man of God coming out of the presence of God telling me that this is what God is saying. Can I get to know this God myself and tell him my heart? So the Bible says one day the woman burns into, she went beyond the man of God to meet the God of the man. And the Bible says that the woman poured her heart before God. Because sometimes, even we men of God, we don't even understand what you're going through. Because we are men. But there is a God who, listen, if he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think, that means that the things you are thinking about that is bothering you, he's able to see them beyond you. That's why somebody sang this song. You look past my sin, my guilt, my shame, and poured your love. You should look beyond me, oh. You look beyond me, oh. Hallelujah. He looks beyond. Listen, sometimes even we men of God can judge. But he looks at Sewa and looks beyond your sins your fornication and within the lens of love he sees another personality in you clap for this Jesus listen sit down they brought a lady to Jesus for him to judge and the motive was they wanted Jesus to pass judgment on the woman they brought the woman for judgment. But in the eyes of God, he looked beyond their expectation. They were expecting Mary Magdalene to be stoned to death when they brought her before Jesus. Now, their accusations were right. They had evidences. But when he saw the woman, he looked past her sins. Her guilt. Her past. And he showed an adulterous woman mercy. My God. Do you know what it means? Moses wrote that any woman caught in adultery should be stoned to death. But Jesus appears and says, I said to Moses that any person who is caught in this act must be stoned to death. But there is another aspect of me called mercy. Once the judge says you must be sentenced to death, I can enter the heart of the judge and I'll twist it. Mercy. Whilst we're singing, I was just thanking God for the life of that baby. I was thanking God because 
Satan will always waste something that can waste him. He would always go in advance to attack vessels he knows will become agent of destruction to his kingdom. And today, I prophesy over your life, you are sealed by the blood. Let your amen ponder. Some years ago, the devil nearly killed me. Nipen to me said, Yeah, you won't wear shirts. Regardless of what you're going through. Give the Lord a clap. Give the Lord a clap. Have your seat. Some of us, eh, we are not just thankful, but we thank God He's using some of us. I'm telling you. You may, you may not understand why we do the things we do. And sometimes you can't understand it because the engine in me is different from the engine in you. Yeah. Within this week, if you have to compile the testimonies, they are beyond us. Beyond. 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 Even yesterday, the instant testimonies. Is the guy here? The guy was deaf in the ear. Come, 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 run to me. Now your ears are clear. Huh? How long? Very clear. It was, you were deaf in the ear for how long? Two years. And yesterday what happened? But I was healed. You see, I may not be able to describe the figure of Jesus to you. But through the miracles he does, I can tell you he's a good God. He is. Not a bad one. If you get to know him, eh, you wouldn't wish money. You would wish only relationship. I'm telling you. There is a dimension in God there. Eh? He can get to everything and let you know that. Listen, beyond, that's what the Bible says. What would a man gain if he gains the whole world and yet loses his soul? That means that there is a satisfaction for the flesh and there is a certain satisfaction for the soul. You can have satisfaction for the flesh, but yet your soul is still hungry. And many of us are satisfied in the flesh, yet hungry in the spirit. And that is why most rich people are living a depressed life. Many, you get access to rich people and let them open up. They're living a depressed life. Many of them. Because they think that all you can get is money, car. It is good. But the Bible says, I wish above all things that you may prosper, that even as your soul, God is much interested in the state of your soul than the state of your body. Because if your soul is in right state, your body automatically will flourish. That's what, do you know when Satan comes, do you know what he makes you sell? Not your body, your soul. How many of you have heard occultic movies? And they're like, we need your soul. I will take your soul tonight. Hey! Me solely. Who will take it? Today I'm going to preach. See, I wonder, you really like since yesterday, yesterday we praised God for almost one hour at the gardens. 
How many were intoxicated with the presence of God yesterday? Like when you came to realize, Charlie, we should have continued. And you realize that we didn't get tired. I'm even getting soaked in this one too. Maybe probably you might have to go and bring fugu fugu. Yesterday I couldn't preach my message. Because Jesus said, I am the message. Let me move. And we started praising it. We started dancing. Those who didn't come to the botanical garden said, you go. We start praising. One song. Realize that we didn't change different songs. There was only one concert. And realize that there was revelation in that song. The most meaning we had. And I said, and you are big, 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 big. That's all. And we kept repeating it over and over and over. And he said, then let me allow, allow me to move. He opened the ears of the guy. A lady with, how many remember? The lady with a lamp in the breast. Melted. Melted on the spot. She was booked for an operation. But yesterday, whilst we were worshiping, Jesus said, let me operate on you. Jesus did it. And the thing down. Look up into the skies. You may be seeing a ceiling, but Jesus is looking at you. Say, Jesus, I love you. No, be romantic. Jesus, I love you. Now, I want to share a quick word with you and we close. O T H E R S is what? That's the message for today. Say others. Now, I have, I have, thank you, Holy Spirit. I have come to believe that in this life, you start living not when you are only satisfied. You start living when others are satisfied in your life. Genesis chapter 12. Now, I was thinking about this message for some time now. And they realized that even God thought about others. Now look at this. Look at me. God lived in his you know, kingdom. He, before he created the world, he was already God. Okay. Then God sits down and says, Okay. Why don't I do something else apart from me? Why should I enjoy only my glory? Why don't I at least make others also enjoy so when God the Father, God the Son sat down, they thought through all these things and said, okay, let us please follow me very carefully. Let us so you answer, ask me is the tri- I mean, I don't go into that. The tripartite being of God, God the Father, God the Son. Let us the Son and say, ah, we are only here. So let us do something apart from us. So that it wouldn't be only us enjoying us. But we want others to enjoy with us. So when God sat down, he said, let us create a world. So he realized that God was not only satisfied with himself, he still thought about the fact that in as much as he is all-sufficient God, he is omnipresent, he is the big, large, great. He still thought about the fact that beyond him, there should be other things happening. Beyond him. That is the kind of God who has served. Now, you can, know, you can know who God is by the things he keeps doing. If I want to know who God is, that's why when the Lord appeared to Jacob, you realize that the Lord said to him, I am the God of your fathers. Now, anytime God appears to somebody and say, I'm the God of your fathers, that means that if you look at the life of your fathers, what I did with them is the kind of God I am. So, when God appears to you and say, I'm the God of Abraham, 
What did God do with the life of Abraham? If he's the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what did he do with their life? So if you look at all these people, you get inspired to know that your God is a deliverer. Why? He delivers Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, if you want to know how the favor of God works, you can look at one lady in the Bible called what? Oh, called what? If you want to know how God can pick lonely, rejected people, you can look at David. Hallelujah. So when God created the world, you realize that God was not just thinking about himself, his glory, his light, and I mean, the splendor of his majesty. He said, beyond me, let me create something else. And in Genesis, he started creating things. He started thinking about trees. Even God started thinking about trees. Mountains. The sea. Then beyond all these things, he created man. He doesn't need you. But that is the nature of God. He thinks about others. Say others. Then this God, who thinks about others, appeared to Abraham and said to him, let's go. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. The Lord said to Abraham, Go out from your land, your relatives, and your father's house, to the land that I will show you. Uh-huh. Follow me very carefully. Uh-huh. I will make you into a great now, nation. Now this is where God is about to reveal his identity to Abraham. I will make what? You into a great nation. Uh-huh. I will bless you. Uh-huh. I will make your name great. Uh-huh. And, I will be, and you will be a blessing. Now, you see, the essence, go back. The essence of God blessing Abraham is in the last part. He said, I will bless Benedicta Annalek. Listen, I will make Benedicta Annalek a great nation. Now look at this. A great nation. Now within a nation, who lives in the nation? If God says, come, I will make Benjamin a nation. What God is saying is that within you, I will raise a lot of people. So that means you are the doorway through which others can find peace in me. So anytime God appears to a man, he's not just looking at the man, he's looking at a generation in the man. Wait. If God gives you, now, if I receive the car, if she doesn't know the blessing of the car, she will abuse it and the blessing will become a curse. Why? The essence of God giving you a car is so that through your car, you can be a blessing to others without a car. So, anytime God decides to do something with your life, anytime God is now, why are you all gathered here? It's not because of me. Now, if I were to be a selfish Christian, wouldn't I be, would I have been in my room right, right now? Enjoy, maybe I go to my first service. First service. How was the service? Powerful. So, we just. But God appeared to Abraham and said, I will make you into. Look at the word. Into. That means you were one. But as I've met you, I will, I will expand your coast. I will, I will change your identity. So when God wanted to change the identity of Abraham, he told God, as far as you are living with your father and your mother, you will live a selfish life. Leave them and let me make you into a great nation. That means that leave them so that out of you I will bring other people. Abraham was enjoying life. He was happy. He used iPhone 12 Pro Max. Yeah. And I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. And I will make your name great. 
Why did God say, I will, I will make you into a great nation, number one? I will bless you, number two. I will make your name great, number three. It's not for Abraham to say, You know, I'm, I'm blessed. You know, I'm a great nation. No. So that through you, you shall be a. a, a. So the focal point of God blessing a man is not for the man, but for others, 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 others. Please follow this. Eh? Do you know that all the people God used in the Bible, God used them to bless others. So Esther didn't become great because of her queenship position. She only became great because she vowed to sacrifice her life for others, called the Jews. Now you realize that Esther was enjoying her queenship and Mordecai came to her and said, listen, for such a time like this, God raised you. That means that God didn't raise Esther because God wanted to make Esther a queen. God raised Esther because God wanted to use Esther to become an instrument of deliverance to the people of the Jews. So, anytime God says, I want to bless Emmanuela, what God is saying that I want to use Emmanuela to be a blessing unto others. If your focus is not bless me, me, myself, and I, you can never go forward, God. Never. Why did God send Jesus? For God so loved them. Now, if God is a selfish God, he wouldn't have sent his beloved son. The Bible says God sat down, thought about the world, and said, I'm living in peace, but the world is in chaos. And God said, for me to prove to others that I really love them, let me sell out my only belonging. You see, if you truly love God, then one nature of God is to think about others. Yeah. So John 3 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Why did he give? Because of others. Why did God raise Abraham? Because of others. Why did God raise Paul? Because of others. Why did God raise... Now, mention the name of the great men of God. And I will tell you why God, why God raised them. They, God raised them because of the people of Israel. They were in bondage of what? Goliath. And God said, let me raise a man called David. Who shall rule my people and deliver my people? So, anytime God wants to do something great in a generation, he thinks about a person. But within the person, there is a generation. Psalm 22. And a seed will serve the Lord. And it shall be accounted to the Lord a generation. So God didn't save you. So that, oh, grace will say, I, I, I go to the Hope Revival Church. I go to, no. God saved the so, so that through you, others will be saved. That's simple. Simple. So, you realize that, I think the verse 13, you realize that, Esther forgot the reason why she was raised. Now I'm going to realize that Esther forgot. So Mordecai went to Esther and said to Esther, Esther, listen, you may be enjoying peace, you may be enjoying love, you may be enjoying all these nice things, but know that this is not the reason why God brought you. So that means that enjoyment is good, cars are good, properties are good, but beyond all these things, there is a major purpose why God gave them to you. So the Lord said to Abraham, I will make you into a great nation. Now, do you know that many of us say, eh, the reason why God can't lift you anymore is because when God lifted you, you thought God lifted you for yourself. No. He does not lift a man for the man to be lifted. He lifts a man so that the man can lift others. That's the motive of God. Why did God send Jesus? That through him, no man should perish. That was the purpose God sent Jesus. Not for you to become rich. It is good. God appeared to Abraham and said, Abraham, uh, descendants will serve him. The next generation will be told about. Now give me the King James Version. 
Psalm 22 verse 30. La posquera es que Say a seed. Say a seed. Will serve him. Now, this is a seed. As she is serving God, she is serving God. God does not see her. God sees a generation. No, that's what God says. A seed will serve God. How will she serve God? That after she has been saved by God, she will serve God with her life by reaching out to others. How will she serve God? She will serve God. When God blesses her with a certain breakthrough, she will not only think about buying herself five weeks, 20 weeks, but she will also think about sponsoring other people's groupies. The moment that becomes her mindset, God keeps blessing her so that she, can be, she will become a channel of blessing. That is the essence of God blessing the man. Why should I be holding two phones when this, as I'm talking to, I have a phone for somebody here. Like, yeah. I have a phone in my back. I was just thinking. So what, who should I give this one to? Let me give it to this person. Why? God blessed me with that phone so that I will also be a blessing with, to somebody who is without a phone. So anytime God blesses you with salvation, now you are born again. Are you only happy that you are born again or you are also interested in the fact that your mother should be born again? When your mother died, give her a microphone. What did I ask you? The first question. Was I worried about her death? No. What was the first question? Did I lead her to Christ? Yeah, I asked her, did you lead your mother to Christ? That means, you, listen, you can be satisfied with enough food. That does not guarantee you are blessed. But God calls you blessed as far as whatever he gave you. It now, you see, okay, let me, let me I don't know what I preach, different chapters coming back. Now look at this small boy. Jesus wanted to perform a miracle. He had prayed for three days and he wanted to perform a miracle. And the Bible said, he said, what do we have here? Now, do you know that if that small boy had kept his little bread, Jesus couldn't have fed the people. So he realized that. The guy said, a seed will serve the Lord. And it shall be accounted to the Lord. So, a seed, the guy had a bread. And if Jesus is saying, give me your little bread so that other people can be fed with the food. I believe the guy was contemplating. Hey, so what if I give it to Jesus and the bread does not multiply? Then some Muslim bakau. So the guy was contemplating. Ah, and the guy said, "Me wapa no See, the guy was not just thinking about himself. I believe the guy looked around and saw other children like himself, hungry, dying, sick. And the guy said, "Oh, so if if I'm to eat this and get satisfied." What, what good would it be? And the guy thought about others, other, other thousands of people, and gave his bread to Jesus. Now, when he gave it to Jesus, what happened? Jesus lifted it up. He said, Father, thank you for making provision for the child. But Lord, if this child has trusted you with a little, multiply it. And that's what the Bible says. He that is faithful in the little, much, much is not given to you because you are praying. Much is given to you because you are faithful with the salvation God has given you. Simple. Do you know why God will bless you with two cars or five cars? Do you know why? Do you think God is interested in the fact that, oh, you should have five cars and then when, you go, when I come to your house, these are my fleet of cars. No, 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 God does not take pleasure in that. 
Put your name there. Benjamin shall serve him. He shall be. So when Benjamin is serving God, to God, it is not Benjamin. To God, it is a generation. What is a generation? A group of people. So that means that Benjamin should understand that his salvation is not for him, but through him, many people should come to know Jesus. Eva, now, I stepped in Kenway some years ago, 2018. And Danny, do you know that I was telling Eddie and Co that you call uh, uh, Danny, Enra, I was telling them, they do, and Eva, I lied on them. And then they catch up and say, do you know that I have a picture with Danny after that? Eddie, you. And I was with uh, Ash, and you were there, and we took a selfie. Iman was also bad. We took a selfie. So when we were passing there, I, it's like, it just clicked my mind. So at that time, if I were to be selfish with my salvation, all the miracles we are hearing, do you think we would have heard them? Are you getting me? Are you getting me? If I was only speaking in tongues, it is good that I'm born again. It is good that I go to church. It is good that I have things. But the truth is, it is not best because in God's mind, He blesses Bakusro. Then a true Bakusro, Bakusro will be a blessing to Eddie. That's all. Are you getting me? The talent, the giftings, the opportunities God gives you, He doesn't give it to you because of you. There are other people He's always thinking about. But you see, thank God for mercy that God will always decide to choose somebody like you to be a blessing to others. Have that mind. When Jesus came, do you realize that Jesus kept saying, let us go to the other side. Others must hear, must hear the gospel. Others must be healed. Others must be delivered. Others say others, others. Stop thinking about yourself only. It is a curse. Do you know that a sea or a water which does not move stinks? Do you know it will end up stinking? Oh, do you know? Now, do you know why some of us thinking spiritually? The Jesus God gave you, you are quiet about him. So, even though you are supposed to be enjoying this sweet Jesus, but you see, God gave him to you so that as you keep sharing him, God will keep blessing you. That's the ideology of God. So when Jesus was dying on the cross, he did not think about the pain that people inflicted on him. He still thought about others. He said, Father, forgive. Do you know that many people have cursed people because of the fact that they didn't care about, you know, like, because they don't care what happens to you. They don't care what happens to your children. All they care is themselves. Can I say this? Any man or woman or anybody under the sound of my voice who refuses to care about others, the curse of what can come upon you. The destruction of God can come upon you. Why am I saying this? Mordecai told Esther, if you refuse to arise and allow God to use you to deliver the people of the Jews, God will raise deliverance elsewhere. But know that you and your father's house will perish. So anytime you and I refuses to bring somebody to Jesus, anytime you and I refuse to be a blessing, anytime you and I... Now imagine that if David had not become a blessing by deciding... Now, you see, David was enjoying victory. 
he had killed a lion a lamb at least you could have brag oh i've killed a lion i've killed a lamb but david still thought about others and he said let me go to the war front let me go and check out what is going on when david went there he put his life on the line now the reason why you and i are sitting here is because one man decided to put his life on the line and if you also decide to put your life on the line god will give you a name let me reveal to you philippians 2 verse 3 how does god give people big names how do we know abraham today it is not just because he walked with god it is not just because he i mean no god we know abraham today because he decided to use it he decided to allow his life now do you know that we are the seed of abraham do you know we are the seed of abraham how did we become the seed of abraham we became the seed of abraham because abraham understood that he is not just called to be blessed he's called to be a blessing say i am called shout it loud and clear i'm called i am blessed to be a blessing why should you have this guy fight with him ask him ask him hey am i lying when there, there can be a lot of shoes and i said you must give it out that is the only way we expand in this give it out that is how we expand in this kingdom in the kingdom of darkness if you want to expand you give out your mother your father the things you love to get the things you want do you know that so when you go to rock they tell you if you need this amount of money you must sacrifice this amount of this so even in the spirit what causes increase is sacrifice if satan wants to bless you he will make you sacrifice if god wants to bless you he will make you sacrifice huh? philippians chapter 2 verse 3 let nothing be done through strife or vain glory uh-huh. but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves let each esteem other say other you are in the same room with a roommate yet you don't think about listen you may not be the father or the man of the person but as far as god has sent you there you are the shepherd of the person always have that mindset that as far as i'm here something good must happen to this classmate say what today is here because i decided to be a blessing i did not give the blessing of the good news i decided to share and then she's here saved and also being a savior vera is here bakusro is here zima is here today i was planning on doing a surprise something for yuma yeah. clap and thank God for his life am i talking to somebody because he has sacrificed a lot to be with me to stand to pray with me to do a lot of things for me one of the faithful gifts god gave me on campus he is a kid brother as a son a friend yeah? yeah amen how many remember that he had this t-shirt holiness is possible said everybody yeah everybody huh holiness is possible no one not it's a whole girl holiness is possible who was this way? Area mama. It's all the sun of real school without touching anybody's life. Without allowing themselves to be a blessing unto others. Many of you send me messages, Apostle, we thank God for your life. Why? Because through my life, you found life. 
Wait. Now, I thank God you are thanking God for my life. But I'll be more thankful if your life also becomes a life to others. Do you know that there are people who are dead, but through your life, they'll begin to live. Do you know why some rich men keep becoming rich? Look at this part, how he celebrated his birthday. He decided to extend the blessing of God in his life to others. And because of that, God will always make sure you never run dry because when you run dry, others will die. That is the vision of God. He does not want the world to die. The Bible says it is not God's desire that the world should die. Why? Why? Because God didn't create man to be destroyed. He created man to have fellowship with. So do you know what God will do? God will intentionally save Frida. So that when Frida is saved, Frida becomes a savior to the girls. She becomes a light, an inspiration. Any lady who comes in contact with you, they should come in contact with you and see God in you. Like anything God would have wanted to do, when they meet you, they must, they must see God doing it through you. Can I repeat it? Now, Jesus wanted to touch this guy's ear. Where is he? But how did Jesus touch him? He touched him because I was available. Verse 4. Now look at the verse 4. This is the, my, my, my scripture for today. I'll read it. Look not every man on his own. Look things. not every man on his own. Things. Come on, church. On his own. Oh, ladies, open your mouth and say, on his own. Things. Look not. Look not. That means anytime you stand into the, in the mirror, don't only look at the kind of wig you have. Look at the friend lying on the bed. Is he okay? I see eating. Yesterday, I was walking with some group of people. Yesterday night, we came here, I came here with them. And then, after when I went to escort them, it just dawned on me, asked them. And I asked, Charlie, do you have a bag of rice? He said, no, I said, follow me. When he got there, I opened the drawer. And I said, oh, he doesn't only need a bag of rice. He needs some, I mean, sardine beef. Mister, I know so once I was removing the thing, I paused back on and I paused. What am I doing? I'm extending my coast. I'm extending my bank account in the spirit so that God can bless me more to be a blessing. To be a blessing. To be a blessing. To be, to be. I don't want to be blessed. I want to become a factory of blessing through my life. Others must know Jesus. Through my life, others must go to school. Through my life, others must go to heaven. I want to see you in heaven with many souls following you. And they will say, Lord, we thank God for the life of Akosiru. May somebody thank God for your life. May somebody celebrate God for your life. May your life become a light to others. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you to become a blessing. May the Lord heal you to become a healer. Look not every man on his own. Kate, are you getting me? Don't look on your own. Am I okay? Have I eaten delight? Or is my company well? That means if you're not well, you know it's well for others. He told Abraham, I will bless you so that you can be a blessing. Wow. Wow. In other words, I will save your prince. So that when he goes to prison, man, all the people are not saved there because there is a savior there. As I Obadiah chapter 1, verse 17. So God does not just save you. Oh, I'm saved. Oh, one of us are it did ever say be shop now. One else of one is a Jew prince. Well done. A radin yakupon. The two a Jumai Sonsa. Mohini Mbra. 
And then they, and they clap. It's good you prayed for the opening of the uh, company, whatever. But the question is, have they opened up their life to Jesus because of you? Imagine the number of people who will meet Billy Graham in heaven and say, with thank God. You know the man shook America. Billy Graham. Do I even know he shook America with the power of the gospel? When he died last two years or last three years, the whole of America stood. One man. Do you know something? The man who did a crusade, there was a man who, you see, hey, clap for Jesus. A man organized a crusade, invested a lot of money, I forgot his name, and then people didn't show up. He was disappointed, disgraced. How can I pump so much money into crusade? And do you know, the people came, children, and Billy Graham was part. He was a child. He was a child by then. He was a child. He appeared. And he said, okay, let me preach. He preached. There were few people. He invested so much money into the crusade, expecting many crowds to come. And God said, I will send children, but out of them, one will send me, and out of him will come a generation. Psalm 22, verse 30. So, when the man was preaching, hey, 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 Jesus is good. Take a microphone. We are in Kenya. Come. People of Kenya, we are here with the gospel. In Napoleon, you say, Hey, you are the one following me. You are not the one preaching. People of Kenya, we are here with the gospel. Jesus is here to save you. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you are hearing me today, and after preaching, after preaching, after preaching. Because the man pumps so much money. It's like pumping so much money into a, a, a program and it rains. And little children came. Psalm 22 verse 30. Now look at this. When the man still went further, when the man still went further to even preach, despite the fact that he has pumped so much money, he called the children, come and give your life to Christ. And Billy Graham came, other small, small guys came. And I believe small girls were also there. And he said, lift up your hands with a disappointed voice. Say with me, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Hey, translate. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. So the man of God was disappointed. Say, hey, hey. The man was disappointed because he expected crowd to come. So he would take pictures and put it on Facebook. That tell my crusade was powerful. He didn't know that within that service, there was a seed God was raising. So that that seed would serve him. And through that seed, a generation will be raised. Wow. So Billy Graham came out. Not knowing that he was a seed that through which God will bring a revival to America. And a man who stand, I wish you could get a video of Billy Graham, a picture. Say, I am blessed with the word of God. Listen, you are, listen, let, let me say this. Me, I didn't have any special encounter. What's your encounter? 
Meba Benjamin. Mina Mabuti na Mafro. Obeti we know that I am going in. Nobuza Mebei, then I don't cry. KNUS can never deny my impact on this campus. Never. Never. A seed, God's house, Nyaba, will serve the Lord and it shall be accounted to the Lord. A generation, I pray today that you make a decision to serve the Lord and out of you, others should be born again, others should be saved, others should be blessed, others should be on scholarship. After today, may God touch your heart to make a decision that through your life, others, 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 other friends, other family members, other colleagues will save Jesus. The angel of the Lord appeared to Mary. And the angel of the Lord appeared to come. Kiss and come. He's the one I want to give the phone to. Yeah. He, do you know why? I've been thinking about him. He carries his laptop and comes where? CCD. So he starts the Zoom. But do you know what he does? He carries a laptop. He doesn't have a phone. But he says, as far as I can also serve God with this laptop, I will be a blessing to people so that they can come online, come and pray. So he carries his laptop and shouts on the laptop. But today you are receiving a new phone. What are we doing? So that God can bless me with more better phones. To be a blessing. To be a blessing. To be a blessing. After today, may God bless you to be a blessing. May the Lord honor you to honor others. Listen. Sit down. Exodus 3. Exodus 3. Say others. Delight. And do say praise. Your life takes a turn. When you think about others. Me, whenever I'm sitting down, I'm always thinking about okay, how can I say why? Well, please, from today, decide to be a blessing to others. Decide, decide that I will not just come to church alone. Don't just say Uber drive and patrol away, but you may show me hostel anymore. Brandy, but you watch me cross. Sorry, my late. It is good you are coming to church, but are you just coming alone in that car? The car has five seats, you are only paying for your. So what about the other seat? Why do you think about others? Why? As you are ordering the boat, you have already woken up. I remember there's a lady here. She knows herself. Yeah. I'm preaching. And I'm walking. What do you think? I called early in the morning. Where are you? You see, I was preparing for service room. But in as much as I was preparing a loaded message to come and spread it and let you guys know I'm an anointed man of God. I was still thinking about others. I called her. Why are you? She said, oh, <laughs> I just came there and then I went to draw through the night. I said, hey, get up. I was but I'm not about I'll wait for you. Ask her. Anna, you are the one I'm preaching about. And I could see where you brought a car to pick me up. I didn't want to just enjoy the, did you enjoy the air condition? Yeah. You were the one. He said, I've been directing to your sister, forgive me. Let me go and stand and let you guys know the one I'm preaching about. Come, 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 come. Give her a microphone. Whilst I was praying at this door, I didn't want to only pray alone. I was calling him, get up and pray. My friend would come say, get up, get up, get up. I said, okay. And I said, I changed 20 minutes. I said, I have friend back. My 20 minutes later, my friend, 12, I said, I have friend, I have 12. 
One far. I saw no person. Daddy, sorry. The phone was far. I'm saying the phone was not far. The phone was not far. You were far in sleeping. I called Albert. Where is he? I called you. Switch off. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? Where is Albert? Who did I call again this dawn? Who else? Say! Who have I called you around two, one, three before to pray? He said, What did I do? It was last week, Sunday morning, or last week. Uh-huh. That's Billy Graham. Look at, I say, I am convinced the greatest act of love we can ever perform for people. This, it is a, we can never perform for myself for but you realize that it was somebody who through his life this man came and this man said if through somebody's life i came to be then through my life others must also come to be look at i'm convinced the greatest act of love the greatest act of love we can ever perform for people is to tell don't be happy you are the only one born again I'm, please let me say this part don't be excited that your friends call you Christians and they are not born again. Do you know what I'm saying? This the rich man got to hell and took for Abraham. Even though I am here, but permit me to go back to the world and tell my brothers that there is a place like this. I am convinced that the greatest act of love we can ever perform for people is to tell them about God's love for them in Christ. Give me a picture of his crusades, maybe a short video. A man stood and started preaching Jesus. And many thousands of people, thousands, millions of people, we are bunking. God called him, come to Africa. And the man told almost every country in Africa and through his life. And at the end of the day, he died. Now imagine the number of people who meet in heaven and say, Thank God for your life. And how many people will meet you in heaven? Look at Lazarus couldn't thank God. For the life of the rich man, because he was only interested in the riches of the rich man, but not the riches of the soul of the rich man. Some of us are only interested in what you can get from our uncles, but we are not also interested in what we can give to our uncles. We must be conscious about others, like this young lady. I didn't want to just come alone with my suit. I would just come and say, God is good, and, and she will be sleeping in her room. But that day, were you blessed? So that means God wanted to bless her, but God wanted a blesser. That through the blesser, God will bless her. Think about the salvation of your brother. Think about the salvation of your sister. Think about the salvation of your roommate. Are they born again? Are they born again? If they die today, will they go to heaven? If no, you were sent there for a purpose. Through you, they should be born again. Do you know the, 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 the amount of money people can put in an envelope to thank a lawyer for delivering them? Imagine the amount of blessings. Now look at the Bible saying, when a soul is worn, thousands of angels, thousands, they rejoice. Say how this. Uh, and I did what? And so you asked me why I wasn't going to come, and I said I was very tired. And you said that wasn't an excuse. And that I should come, because what if... I asked God for something and he told me he couldn't do it because he was Life. The things I will tell you and they are the truth. Who knows? 
the rich man who went to hell probably the priest being the man didn't want to listen because he thought that it is all about getting money and the man said okay i am here but can i also go and tell others about this place and the man said don't worry there are there are prophets on the land who will share the gospel look at one man decided to serve god one man and you see that's that confirmed scripture a seed now wait thank god this is a seed but this is a generation A seed will serve God, and as he's serving God, generations are being born again. That means a seed will be prospered by God, and out of your prosperity, many people will be on scholarship. Many shout others, others, others. You are all dressed in nice in your choir robes. Who did you bring to come and sing to? So that through your life they can be inspired to also serve God. It is nice to wear black and with your Barrister robe. But the best decision is to wear your character robe or whatever and go to others and say, Let's go to church. I don't have money, pay for them. I don't have this, do this. Listen, intention go to town and shop for somebody who says, I don't have cloth. Listen, block every excuses they will give. Bye. And I told them, Dress now. There is a car waiting for you. You got the car. In a, look, at, look at one man. Look at the picture. Billy Graham. That small boy who responded to an altar call. Now, I believe the man who did the crusade, someone also preached to him. You see how it follows. He said, I will not keep the gospel. Why have you kept the gospel to yourself? Why are you not telling others? others? Oh, Pastor Charles, I don't have enough money. Pastor Charles, things are not well. I don't have When my father died, I was still preaching. When my father died, I was still preaching. Am I still preaching? My mother would die, I was still preaching. My uncles would die, I was still preaching. What can separate me from the love of God? What? What? Some of you, the only introduction you do is Jolok. Tell you, Jolok, you discover no one at all. me, Pastor. All because another person. Testified about Auntie Mumuri Jolof. How many of you can travel as far as you want to go and buy a certain watch somewhere? Or be honest. But you realize that you got to know because a friend testified. And when you went, you indeed testified of what your friend testified about is true. Now, if indeed God is good, He has been good to you, but testify about His goodness so that others can also come and taste of His goodness. Others must also taste. I've been anointed with the grace of miracles, signs and wonders. If I keep quiet, do you think you're going to be blessed? But the more I keep blessing you, you must also receive the blessing and go and be a blessing unto others. Look at this crowd of people. When you're toys, another picture. Say from today. Oh, come on, Patrick. It's good to be a class captain, but have you ever stood in your class before to say, hey? And out of that meeting, somebody a pilgrim will be raised. Look at the man. The way he preaches with passion. But do you know that there is a man called Kenneth Copeland? Now, many people know about Rehan Bonke. But do you know that Kenneth Copeland was the one sponsoring Rehan Bonke? Crusades. Millions of dollars. Now, Kenneth Copeland couldn't travel around the world. But what he could also do was to travel with his money to a man who was traveling. So, he was being a blessing. Can you plan? He was being a blessing to Rehan Bonki. So that when I give money to Rehan Bonki, 
Bunky will come to Africa and be a blessing because it will take money to travel. So, can the good plan say, I can travel, but there is a man who has the mandate to travel. Why don't, so you know what God did? God bless can go plan with money. And God bless a real monkey with a gospel, with a, a crusade, evangelistic. So realize God empowers one to empower one to empower one. So we keep going. Stop keeping the power God has given you. Pass it on to, onto others so that others can be born again. Pass it on, pass it on, pass it on. The money God gives you, divide it, pass it on. I don't want to say this. Somebody came up to me and said, I, was, I said, what? Let's go now. I took something out. I gave it to the person. A day later, somebody brought me times two or times four of what I gave out. I was shocked. <laughs> Can I say this? When you think about others, you are translating yourself from yourself to God's payroll. God will begin to pay you. Because you know why? The more he pays you, the more you pay others. God must pay you so that you can pay others to pay school fees. Imagine you, sponsor, you go to the hospital and say, all these 10 women in there, uh, pregnancy, them and them and what, I will pay for you. Because many people can't go out of the hospital because they don't have money. And I will bless you so that you can be a blessing unto others. Job 42 verse 10. How many people want to be a blessing unto others? Your roommates. When you're coming to church, think about them. Don't just leave them and say, oh, me cross forever. How? How does prayer work? Job 42 verse 10. Job 42 verse 10. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. When he prayed for who? His friends. Come on, church. The Lord turned who? The captivity of Job. So even though Job was, let me read something here. Job was afflicted in many ways. He lost all his children, his businesses, his property, his good health, even his close associates. His wife even asked him, bounce God. So realize that the man has lost his children. The man has lost his business. The man has lost his wealth. The man has lost everything. Yet, he was still interceding for others. Now, when Job did this, what did God do? And the Lord turned. When Job was thinking about others, despite the fact that he has lost his children. Despite the fact that his health was going bad. Job didn't give an excuse that I don't have my children with me, so why should I pray about, for others? Job didn't say, my business has collapsed, so why should I pray? Job always found a way to be a blessing unto others. His children died. His wife was accusing him. His friends were saying, maybe Job has sinned in a way. That is why God is doing that. In the midst of all this chaos, the Bible says, and the Lord turned. Why did God turn? God turned because Job was always turning to others. When he prayed for his friend, and the Lord gave Job twice, that means one major key to, to enter into God's realm of abundance is to always care for others. Others. Mark chapter 5. Jesus told the disciples, let us go to the other side. Who was at the other side? Do you know there were millions of people, hundreds of people following Jesus? But Jesus ignored all these hundreds of people. Jesus ignored all the hundreds of people and told the disciples, let us go. Now look at And they came over to the other side. Say the other side. The other side. Uh, so I read on. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, uh -huh. into the country of the Gadarenes. So Jesus left a country to another country. Now let's look at what he did. Did he actually enter the country or he was at the gate of the country? Continue. 
And when he was come out of the ship, uh-huh. immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. The question is, did Jesus enter the country of the gatherings? No. He only met one person representing the, the, people. the people. And the man was a madman. And Jesus said, I don't have enough time. But there are people in the in the in the country of the gatherings. I want to preach too, but okay, let me do this. And Jesus, come, come, come. So Jesus come, come. I am talking. Now, you see, I want to touch everybody here. Alright, I'm Jesus. I, I want to touch everybody here. Okay. But there are other people I must also go and preach to. For the sake of time, this is what I have to do as Jesus. Even though I could have touched all of you, but I don't have time. Because this, the Bible says in verse 1, Jesus went to the other side of the gathering. And when he came out of the ship, when I came out of my ship, grim. I came to this guy and he was mad. And slow motion, it was you. I! And when he. And when he was come out of the now look ship, at this, uh-huh. immediately there met him out of the tomb a man with an. Say a man. Or oh, shout a man. So realize that Adonai, God just met a man. But look at what God did through the man. Uh-huh. Who had his dwelling among the tombs. Uh-huh. No man could bind him. Uh-huh. No, not with chains. Uh-huh. Because that he had been often bound with feathers and chains. Uh-huh. And the chains had been plucked asunder by him. Uh-huh. And the feathers broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs. Crying and cutting himself with stones. Uh-huh. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Now there's a transition that, that's about to take place. God is about to make him a blessing unto others. Now continue. And cried with a loud voice uh-huh. and said, What shall I do with thee? Verse eight, verse eight. For he said unto him, Come, Come out of the man, uh-huh. thou unclean spirit. Verse 9. And he asked him. Jesus delivered the guy. And he charged the guy with a delivering anointing to go and also deliver others. Uh-huh. And he asked him, uh-huh. what is thy name? Uh-huh. And he answered, saying, my name is Legion, Verse for 10. we are many. Uh-huh. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Uh-huh. Now, Jesus didn't send them out of the country because he was raising a man to deal with them in the country. He didn't send the demons out because he was raising a demon chaser who chased them out. Because Jesus didn't have time. He said, okay, I will leave you guys here. But I'm raising another person who will deal with you more mercilessly than he did me. Continue. Now there was, there was there nigh unto the mountains a great head of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, send us into the swine that we may enter into them. Go to where, where, where he was delivered. And he said, uh-huh. And forthwith, Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000, and were choked in the sea. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Now when Jesus saved him, he told Jesus, let me travel with you. And Jesus said, no. I didn't deliver you so that you can become a follower. I delivered you so that you can become a deliverer. And he, and when he was come into the ship, when Jesus was going back after delivering the guy, the guy wanted to follow Jesus. And he had been, he that has been possessed, 
with the devil, prayed him that he might be with him. He might be with Jesus. That means, oh, you're delivering me, let me be with you. And she said, no, 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 no. There are other people you must also deliver. Now look at this, continue. Verse 19. How be it, Jesus, Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go, go say go. Go. Go home to thy friends. And tell them how And to tell them. Ah, is it not nice for Jesus to allow him to follow him so that he have more followers? But Jesus said, no, 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 no. It's good you wanted to follow me. But there are others who must hear the gospel. Go to them. There are others who must be blessed by what I have given you. Go to them. Listen to me. Everybody here must reach out to others. Number one, you must reach out to others and get up. Now, you see, after I delivered him, I gave him authority. So I'm traveling back to where I came from. But I have raised a person to become a savior for the people of the Galileans. So even though I am not there, but there is a person like me who is there. And the Bible says, the man, uh-huh, and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and had compassion in the verse 20. And he departed. And he did what? Departed. Come on, church. And he did what? Departed. And began to publish uh-huh. in Decapolis. Now, the word Decapolis there means 10 regions. Wow. Yeah. The madman. Huh? The cowards means what? So the man actually went to 10 cities and started preaching. He was first of all mad. When he was delivered, he did not enjoy his deliverance alone. He became a deliverer. So that means that the essence of Jesus delivering him was not for him to be happy or for him to be excited. God delivered him. So 10 cities will be delivered. Now imagine why, the question is, why did God break you out of that addiction? Why did God break you out of that situation? God broke you out of it so that you can also break others out of it. When God delivered Paul and Silas from the prison, do you know that out of them, the prisoners were all saved. They were only singing in their prison. Oh yeah! And out of their music, other prison doors were opened. So if Paul and Silas had keep quiet, all of them would have been in prison. But I realized that even the watchman, the soldier watching over them, the Bible said when Paul and Silas came out, he was even scared. He was about to. And said, no, you can be born again. And through Paul and Silas, who was a prisoner, they led the prison master to be born again. We must think about others. How? Number one, we must think about them so that they can. We must think about them so that other friends can be born again. What do you think? Can be saved. Don't come with the boat alone to church. No. Other friends can join you in the boat. As you are going back, you are going with an empty boat. You and the boat driver. And he will propose to you. And sleep with you. Yeah. But if you are with your friends at the car, can he propose to you? Would he engage you? So anytime we don't engage others, Satan will send others to also engage us. See others. Number two. Through you, others must have a better life. How? The little you have, share it unto others. That week you have four. How many of your, your friends have, I mean, how many of your friends have been blessed because of you? Tell somebody, think about others. You have a video? Alright. Uh-huh. Let it roll. Play. Now you realize that Paul said, now you realize that this man is speaking to thousands of people because a man also spoke to children. He didn't give up. Paul said, do you have a place where he called people to come and give their life to Christ? He would say, if anybody says you want to give your life to God, and thousands of people were running. All because one man decided to also share the gospel. Can we share? Can we think about others? Number one, with eternal salvation, preach to your friends. They'll call you some mommy. 
then the person said, how many of my classmates have been having having they laugh at me? That I've divided the class. I've changed the class into Christian then then class. No, I've never told anybody to, to follow me. But because I think about others, they must be born again. They must look at it, look at it. Huh? Look at it. Oh. Look at thousands of people. A seed will serve God. A seed will serve God. A seed will serve God. And it shall be accounted to the Lord a generation. A generation. He is calling others because one day he was also called to come and give his life to Christ. And that's why he's also doing the same. Look at a thousand people. You may not be like him, but listen to me. In your own little corner, you can shine and be a blessing unto others. So now, do we know the small boy's name? The one who gave his bread? Do we know? But we know that out of a small bread, 5,000 people were saved. May out of that decision to share the gospel, may somebody be saved. Do you know that you may, you may not be the one to travel around the world, but the person you are saving may be the person to travel around the world. Lift up your hands and pray. Pray that God should help you to be a blessing unto others. Number one, in the gospel. Many of your friends must see you in heaven and say, thank you for not keeping quiet. But thank you for sharing the gospel with us. Many of your siblings should meet you in heaven and say, thank you. Oh, come on, lift up your voice. I can't hear you. Lord, this week, help me to be a blessing unto others. You deliver the madman of Gadara so that he can be a blessing unto others. Lord, today, by your word, I've understood that I've not just been delivered just to stay, but I've been delivered to be a blessing. Now, others of you are academically sound. Be a blessing unto others in the field of academics. Some of you are financially stable, but you are in a room with somebody who's not financially stable. Be a blessing unto that person. Buy something for the person. And God will bless you. Now, with your eyes closed, you want to say, Pastor Charles, I'm not actually born again. I'm not really serious with my God. I'm not, I'm not really serious with God, with the things of God. But today, I want to give my life to Christ so that others can also be born again. Run to me now. Walk to me. I want to pray with you. And Jesus delivered the madman of Gadara. And the madman received a touch. And that touch was not just for him. He received a touch so that he can also touch others. Come. You want to give your life to Christ? Come. You want to say, Pastor Charles, today, like Esther, I want to be delivered to become a deliverer. I don't want to enjoy the blessings alone. May God touch my life so that he will empower me to be a blessing unto others. Today, I want Jesus to come into my life so that any person I meet through my life, they can also see light. Come to me. Forget about who you are standing with. Come. God is about to change your life for good. When the Lord appeared to Abraham, he said, Abraham, move out. There are some of you who must move out of the sins you are living. If not, God can't turn your life upside down. I'm waiting for that last person. Yes, that last person. I'm waiting for you. For who knows? You are the next billionaire God is about to raise here. So that out of your life, many people will see light. Come to me. I'm counting up to ten. Just close your eyes. And Jesus touched the madman and he went out. He went and started telling them how good God is. One. I'll count up to ten. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Now don't stay with me. 
Don't say it with me, please. I want you to say this from your heart. When the Lord appeared to Abraham, the Lord said to Abraham, move out of your father's house, your mother's house, to the land I will show you. What does it mean? God is about to translate you into a new chapter of your life. And God will make your name great. God will bless you. And God will make you a well of a living blessing to others. Now close your eyes and say with me, Dear Lord Jesus, I have come to you just as I am. Forgive my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. And today, I ask that you write my name in the book of life in the name of Jesus and say, Father, today, make my name great. Oh, say loud and clear. Say, make my name great and bless me to be a blessing unto others. Say, after today, Father, every church, let's say, Father, I receive the fire, the anointing to be a blessing to others through the gospel, through prosperity, through material things. Cause my life to be a blessing unto others. In Jesus' mighty name, clap your hands for Jesus. Lift up your hands. Let me pray. Father, I pray that the anointing will come upon every one of you. Some of you will start up businesses and you will employ others. Your amen is too weak. God will give you one idea that will feed many homes. God through you after today will break the limits in people's life because you are the limit breaker. The same way God used David to bring down Goliath, God is anointing to bring down any financial Goliath, any sickness, anything troubling the family. Through you, Jesus will lift the barrier from others. Let your amen thunder. Financially, you will sponsor others. 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 Spiritually, you will meet we will win many people. You will win your roommate, your classmate. Because of you, they will be born again. There will be preachers just like Billy Graham. Out of you, some prophets are rising. I said they are rising. Ethics are rising. Pastors are rising. Pastors are rising. Evangelists are rising. Let your amen thunder. God bless you for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share and tell a friend about the inspiration of God. You can also follow the man of God on social media. On Facebook at Charles Nyaba. On Instagram at Charles underscore Nyaba or Nyaba Charles. May the grace of God be with you. Let faith arise. Let faith arise.